0: hello everyone and welcome back to to have and to roll i am daft prodigy and you are listening to session 49 a lady of infinite zest we are on the eve of a major event here at to have and to roll session 50 is right around the corner we're super excited for this event especially because we'll be joined by our friend and collaborator philip melvin We've been featuring his music for almost the entire time we've been running the show, and we were very thankful for this chance to hang out with him. The event will span three episodes, Session 50, Session 50 Part 2, and Session 51. After Session 51, we'll be taking a little break as we catch up on editing, but you can still see us play Pathfinder we've started a stream of Alcat Games' Wrath of the Righteous over on Rain's Twitch. We're kind of just playing whatever we like right now, so feel free to tune in whenever. And if you subscribe to Rain Zero on Twitch, that's R-A-N-E-Z-E-R-O, you'll get a handy little email notification whenever we start streaming. We have a great session for you this week as we lay the groundwork for this big event, including one of my favorite characters in the entire Curse of the Crimson Throne Adventure Path let's not get ahead of ourselves. This session features sound effects from Sirenscape and music by Philip Melvin. More info at the end of the episode. For now, let's get back into the search for info about the crown of fangs in Curse of the Crimson Throne.
1: Hello, beautiful wife. Hello, beautiful husband. And welcome back to, to Curse, Curse of, of the, the Crimson, Crimson Throne. Throne. What happened last time on Curse of the Crimson Throne? Oh,
0: boy. Last time on Curse of the Crimson Throne, we talked to some rich people.
1: Yes. You talked to some very rich people. Uh, uh, to
0: see if we could figure out why uh, they were all okay with Queen Iliosa. Grabbing for power,
1: and the answer seems to be they weren't okay with yeah. it. Yeah, at least not everyone was. Yeah,
0: okay with it. so yeah, like three of three of the five were okay with it, or you know were okay enough with it. And then um, apparently, uh, Lord Glorio Arcona and Lord Toff Ornellos were not okay with it. But somehow Queen well, Elias got around
1: to the uh, idea.
0: Yeah, uh, but somehow Queen Elias got them to agree. Um, we went and talked to Merciful Jagare, uh, the head of uh, the uh, House Jagare and leader er, and um, person in charge of the Jigare Museum. Uh, they were more than happy to give us information after we agreed that we would give them uh shiny things that we found when we went when we went off adventuring um and uh yeah they were they were pretty uh they were pretty cooperative i appreciated it um and they you know uh they told us basically that um uh iliosa was concerned about security and didn't want anyone from outside the castle being seneschal, mm-hmm. um, after she had closed down the castle for, um, the plague. The plague and then, uh, you know, the city's opened back up, but Iliosa has remained like very sort of like not reclusive exactly, but the there's, she, she moved a bunch of people into the castle during the plague. And now they're all kind of her advisors. Mm-hmm. Um, notably instead of, um, Marcus Endron becoming seneschal as he was supposed to. Togemore, the yes, tailor, the uh, tailor is now seneschal.
1: He's now uh, seneschal,
0: having moved into the castle during the plague to supposedly make nice clothes for Iliosa.
1: You I learn that uh, he is from Kermaga. Yeah. So it's it's actually kind of a kind of an odd uh, thing uh, to have someone who's not from Corvosa be the seneschal. Of Corvosa.
0: Yes, there's much here that's very irregular. Yes. Um and but somehow uh Iliosa got Gloria Arcona and Tafornelos on board. We don't know how. Um, but after talking to uh, Merciful Jagare, uh we Uh, went to go talk to Zenobia Zenderholm, uh, who we wanted to get to quickly before uh, word got out that we were digging around because Zenobia, notably, uh, uh, although she's an arbiter, uh, split ties with the Bank of Abadar uh, to join up with, uh, to to sort of join forces with the Grey Maidens Mm -hmm. uh, and thereby Iliosa's side of the internal politics of the city and so we went to go talk to Zenobia zanderholm uh turns out trying to lie to the highest judge in the city (laughs) city, is uh is 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 is, is a tall order yes uh she saw right through us uh said some nasty things to us uh we said some nasty things to her and then we left (laughs) It was a very tense scene. It was beautifully done. Um, And if you didn't listen to last episode, you should go listen to it because it was great. Um. Amazing. Yeah, so um, in the mean, in the meanwhile we are waiting for our appointment at the Bank of Avadar to Lenore bring Lenore back from the stone statue she was turned into by the Dracolisk in uh, Citadel of Raid. Yes. And we are waiting for the two weeks to be up so that we can go check
1: out what Vencarlo Orsini has been up to on Endrin Isle. Now uh, I did actually... Uh find some stuff so if you want to do your library checks in the meantime here um oh, yes there there is a chance that you might find some stuff that might be actionable before uh lenore's uh oh Okay. A little is better.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. So I uh, like, if you would
1: like, I, I recall you did want to do some research on, what was it?
0: Yeah. I wanted to do library checks on um, that crown. On the crown. That Iliosa gotcha. has now. The crown of fangs. Yes. Uh, it, it looks like it's made sort of fangs. Of crown of fangs, yes. So I'll call it the crown of fangs. Um, and... <laughs> it's
1: actually its official name. Oh!
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fitting.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not that your characters have any way of knowing that it is actually the official name, but no, I'm fine with it's a, yeah, I'm fine with accidentally getting it. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a crown. It has fangs on it. Um. Um. <laughs> um. So I'd like to research that. I would also like to research uh, blue dragons and like blue dragon blue symbology, okay. like because that keeps coming up. It's on the hero cards, and Kester keeps drawing one. Yes. Uh, and then it was in that big mural that Kester was making as he was staring into the um. The Legend Lore Fountain um, yeah. in the basement of uh, Citadel of Raid. Okay. And so I'd love to look those Great.
1: up. Um, so where were you hoping to spearhead this search? Uh, I think the Jagari Museum was one of them.
0: Yeah. Also, like, the University of Corvosa and okay. maybe Fuma uh,
1: Okay. Uh, where would you like to start?
0: Um, well, uh, given Damien's knowledge of sort of the academic haunts of the uh, city, uh, where would where does he think the best place would be to go
1: um if you think it's a if you think it's a thing about the history of the city the museum would probably be the best p- okay. place to start okay okay and uh like generally you know the the museum maintains quite an extensive collection on Corvosan history and now that you have sort of made friends with Mercival Jagari you could get access to their uh their library oh. where like their researchers uh you know sure. do their research to uh like write their descriptions of things in the museum
0: Sure. Let's do that.
1: Okay. So, let's get into it then.
0: All right. All right. <laughs> so, uh,
1: on Wheel Day. Yes. The tenth. Tenth of Serenith. Yes. Yes. On Wheel Day, the tenth of Serenith, you go back to the Jagari Museum. And uh, you do not have to pay admission now because you get to use the researchers' entrance, uh, which would be like around the side, and that actually opens onto something of a warehouse uh, piled high with with uh, wooden crates and um, the sound of uh, attendants moving things around. Nice. And uh, they would they would sort of like lead you through to to a small library in the back, which has what you can tell is a collection of books uh, in like hermetically sealed uh, <gasps> cases and others that are you know just on shelves. But you could, looking at this collection, this is a collection stretching back to the founding of the city. Um, there are, there are, there are journals here from founding members of Corvosa. There are, uh, very sensitive documents that need to be that, like, they specifically say these can only be handled with mage hand. Yeah. You do not touch these with your,
0: with your nasty, nasty fleshy fingers.
1: (laughs) Uh, There'll be a researcher on duty here who will greet you, uh, having been told that, uh, you should have access to the record room. We go. Uh, probably played by Bill Nye.
2: Yes. <laughs> uh,
1: and and just this older human man, uh, just comes up to you. Hello. Uh, wonderful to have such esteemed guests here at the museum archive. I understand uh, you had interest in. What, what was it again?
0: Um, we're, we're looking for stuff on uh, old crowns.
1: Old crowns. Ah, you have an interest in the queen's new crown, I suppose.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're we're running off the assumption that it's an old crown rather than a new crown. But yeah. Yes.
1: Well, yes, by the construction, it does appear to be some older style. Uh, but uh, we, not, unfortunately, not very
0: often these days, you get a crown with teeth on it.
1: No, it it's it's certainly not it's not very common to the uh not very common to the uh styles of Corvosa's past either. Uh, let, here, let me uh get together all the all the resources. This is everything we have on Queen Iliosa. Oh uh, thank you. This includes her, her family history, uh pedigree, uh, uh it also includes the Thanks. deeds of her house. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, and uh <laughs> uh he's he's bringing forth some some rather new looking uh red leather bound uh tomes some <laughs> yellow leather bound tomes <laughs>
0: Um sees Damien is beginning to struggle with the uh the number of books. And of course he's you're being, going to want you're going to want uh, the history of West
1: Crown, I suppose. <laughs> Thank you. And possibly a and The family I does both. span the two cities. Yeah. Uh so uh yes, uh, we'll have a, a one of these and one of these. <laughs> uh and perhaps uh Maybe
0: th- Ophelia start grabbing some of the books off of Damien's <laughs> out of Damien's. I don't know hands. perhaps
1: it's some sort of heirloom that she's had fashioned from a relic from their place or mm, maybe some, something of the sort. Uh unfortunately we don't really have much information on this crown of fangs uh but uh anything else in particular
0: i think this is a good start i'll let you know
1: okay so roll a library check representing a day representing a day of work
0: okay what knowledge check should i roll
1: um this would be knowledge history
0: Knowledge history, okay. That's the best knowledge history? Okay, both Damien and Unia have a plus nine. All right, so I'll roll knowledge history. Uh, I'll have Unia, Damien, and Center actually uh, roll knowledge history. So Center and somebody else will aid whoever is okay. whoever rolls best. Uh, clack 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 clack. Int rocks. Clack clack. Knowledge rocks.
1: Knowledge rocks. Very thoughtful. Very smart. Okay. Okay. Uh
0: so Unia got a twenty-six. Okay. Uh Damien AIDS and center aids Uh so thirty.
1: Thirty will be enough to uh find some resources. Uh roll for me a D eight plus who's the leader? Uh Unia. Right. Uh, does anybody have uh skill focus knowledge uh history? No. no. Okay. So Unia rolled me a D eight plus your int mod?
0: Oh it's uh my int mod's minus one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Come on, Yania! don't let me down, please. Please. Please, please. (laughs) Okay, Uh, that's a five, so a four.
1: Okay. Um, I mean, you do a bit of reading. um, So you don't actually find anything about the crown. Damn it! There is, like, going through records of, like, heirlooms that might have been in the Arvanchi family. Uh, there's nothing about a crown. There's nothing about uh, something with significant fangs. Uh, you look through uh, a couple histories of Corvosa as well, and you guys just don't find anything about a crown of bone or anything like that. The only reference to anything related to bone uh, tends to be um, the like skirmishes with the Sconequa tribe uh, mm. around the founding of Corvosa. Uh, and uh several other tribes that sort of like like defended the area when uh, uh Corvosa was being conquered.
0: Is this an appropriated artifact
1: perhaps? Possible. It's not mm. it's not entirely clear. It doesn't really match a lot of Shawanti art style. Okay. Now maybe the fangs uh that make up the crown of fangs, specifically the bony parts, uh are a relic that the shawanti had but it's not it doesn't look like a shawanti relic Mm
0: -hmm. well i Mm. doubt the racist corvosans would want to wear anything that looked shawanti in origin
1: um, but no, you do not find anything about the crown. Uh, okay. Uh, you you break for lunch at some point. Yeah. You uh, you get your coffees or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I imagine from the jittery quill. Yes. That's the closest place. Yes,
0: it's right there. Uh,
1: and then uh, you continue researching through the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you end the day not having found a whole lot. Yeah. Back at it again. Da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> Da-da-da-da-da. Like to roll a knowledge check sure. for the second day of research.
0: Yes, we'll try. We'll try again on this one. Uh what do we have now except time, so <laughs> Yeah, you got nine days. Yeah. So. <laughs> you clack, could read
1: you could read as much of this library as you want in nine clack, days. Clack
0: clack library rocks. Clack 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 clack. <laughs> Damien again rolling absolute garbage. Um center taking the lead this time uh with a 19. Unia and Damien. Oh wait, nope, sorry. My bad. Uni are taking the lead again with a 22. And I think Damien... No, it's only, it only lasts a minute per level. Never mind. I was going to say I have uh, Damien cast um, uh, Fox's Cunning on them, but it only lasts a minute per level. Yeah, that wouldn't, uh, that wouldn't uh, it's Not going to help. help. not going to help a library check. No. Um. Okay. So uh, we've got ourselves a 26 today.
1: A 26? Okay, yep. that will be enough to get information. Roll... Roll your knowledge damage knowledge to the library. Knowledge damage.
0: Attack the library for massive knowledge. And well, that was a five again. So four.
1: Four. You've expended uh, approximately a third. Uh, uh-huh. The CR8 library. <laughs> it's, a, it's very, it's very uh, confusing and things. Uh, so, all right, with a third of the knowledge that you could feasibly get from this library. Yeah, you find nothing. God. Uh, you find, I, I will say this, you find a distinct lack of information on anything related to a crown. Oh. The the only crown recorded in Corvosan history seems to be the crown that was passed down uh, through uh, the Corvosan monarchs. So, distinct lack of knowledge, does that suggest
0: that perhaps the information was scrubbed?
1: Um, you don't see tampering. You don't see evidence of tampering with the collection. It seems that this is not something that is recorded in Corvosan history.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, I'll do dragons tomorrow then.
1: Okay. So day three.
0: (laughs) 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 All right. So fire day. All
1: right. Uh, yep. Uh, roll.
0: Knowledge Arcana. Knowledge Arcana. Okay. Uh, sorry. I'm keeping track of the day's and uh actually you
1: could still do knowledge history if you want
0: no knowledge arcana i have such a so much better better yeah damien
1: has a plus 17
0: in knowledge arcana
1: uh yeah arcana is not actually one of the uh skills that uh, that the library has but if you're using the library specifically for information about dragons dragons are a knowledge arcana check so i will allow it oh damien's the only one with knowledge arcana (laughs) Mm, all the marbles damien
0: all right damien Come on, <laughs> Come on, sweetheart. Come on, sweetheart. Come on, Damien. That was an 18 on die. Four? For a total of 35. what oh boy.
1: Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, do I crit on the library? You don't crit on the library. Uh, We're not playing 2E. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you have an expanded crit range on your knowledge checks, do you? What's your crit modifier on knowledge
2: checks? Uh...
1: Like actually that that does that does bring up a good idea. It might be good if you roll a natural 20 on on a knowledge check when researching to allow you to roll double uh,
0: like, like you you go into the library and you knock a bookcase over and, <laughs> and the books that fall open just happen to be ones that are exactly what yes. you're looking for. Yes.
1: <laughs> the books all fall open to form a perfect transmutation circle. <gasps> right. Um so so you managed to find uh Oh, should I roll, should I
0: roll yeah, damage? Yes,
1: roll damage. Uh, right. You technically have enough damage already to the library to get this. Uh,
0: damage the library. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: that's 13.
1: 13. Okay, okay, that's pretty significant. 21 now? Points? Uh, four plus four
0: plus 13,
1: yeah. Damn. Uh, that's almost all of the knowledge. Mm. Uh, so uh, I'll give you a couple things, actually. Um... <clears throat> so fact number one uh sort of with regards to uh as you're looking through history you're trying to find anything about the crown one thing that actually uh comes up is that the plaque uh that they've recently put on display uh this is in the collection related to iliosa it was contributed uh by iliosa about a week ago Mm -hmm. um divination magic actually puts so so while it's sort of being presented as this like ooh relic of of the of the ancient past and look at all this the documentation found here actually suggests that it's not quite as old as all that ah it's actually i think less than a like divination magic uh doesn't know exactly how old it is um but they estimate that it's probably uh, a 1000 th- years old at most
0: Okay. Whereas
1: um, sort of what they've been saying about it, uh sort of like presenting it as this ooh relic of times gone by, right? Um, it would have still it would have been here uh during Shawanti control of the region. Okay. Um it would it would have been uh before the founding of Corvosa. Yeah. Uh but But after the Rune Lords? Way after the Rune Lords. The Rune Lords were like ten thousand years ago. Okay. So, uh, this, this doesn't seem to be, like, ancient. It's just older than Corvosa. Okay. And so, like, dating on the, uh, on the plaque that is up in the, uh, again, what the, what the plaque says is basically, uh, a nuclear contamination warning. Yeah. Uh, that is, for first this, mes- this message, this place is a message and part of a system of messages. Pay attention to it. Sending this message was important to us. We considered ourselves to be a powerful culture. This place is not a place of honor. No highly esteemed deed is commemorated here. Nothing worth removing is here. This place is one of seven. The seven places are best forgotten.
0: Yeah, the one of seven places made me think of rune lords. It,
1: yes, it does. It does evoke uh, the idea of rune lords. But based on the uh, divine dating.
0: Yeah. It's, it's not, not that nearly old. that old. Yeah. Almost like maybe the Rune Lords left and then the Shoanti came and the Shoanti were like, oh shit, this is there's bad stuff here. We need mm-hmm. to make a warning. Uh,
1: also the first, so so the languages on it are uh, Elvish, Dwarvish, Orcish, Draconic, Infernal, Thassilonian, Axiomite, Celestial, and an old form of Talden. Uh, an old
0: form of Taldon. Interesting. Well now I'm my 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 fascination is piqued regarding this plaque uh especially because it's not also, as old as it seems also
1: the, the the suggestion one of the reasons that they might not be bringing up that fact that the that some of the writing is it's basically the equivalent of old english yeah um is that that would put talden explorers in in uh Corvosa long before mm-hmm. the famed exploration uh, and conquest of Corvosa suggesting that taldens had actually been here before that and it's not necessarily something that plays well with the uh mm-hmm. narrative that they have on display here,
0: yeah, maybe whoever wrote it did some divination and was like, what are going to be the most popular languages a thousand <laughs> years from now
1: <laughs> and they they got the closest modern equivalent yeah. at the time
0: now we have a uh, like uh, Audling Sign written on the uh
1: <laughs> yeah uh and yeah, basically uh the other thing that you get. So, related to dragons, specifically. Yes. Most of the records in here, when you're trying to find anything in Corvosan history about dragons, it tends to be talking about Glarataxis. And that's the, the red, red dragon that yeah. attacked the city about 50 years ago. Uh, and the series of raids that it did on the surrounding countryside, I think, spanning about 100 years. However, in some recent art journals, ah. uh, you will find... Uh, you will find actually like like a magazine basically ah. that has a brilliant picture of what appears to be an enormous blue dragon towering over flaming buildings. Oh, uh, and and the and the like title on it will be inside the genius and madness of Salvatore's scream. Oh, flipping through uh, this periodical, what you would find is basically a profile on an artist. From old Corvosa, named Salvatore Scream, who is highly regarded uh, for his work, particularly his depictions of blue dragons. Oh wow! Uh, and uh, he he. There's an interview in which he talks about how how these visions have come to him throughout his life, showing him the horror and and might of uh, a powerful blue dragon, uh, and that he that he's very particular about a specific pigment that he uses uh let me see if I have more information on that
0: I can't believe there's a source who's actually going to be alive for us to ask them things
1: yeah also this journal is like a year old wow there's a portrait of Salvatore Scream painting a portrait <laughs> uh, he stands before an easel <laughs> oh good uh, lord with, with, a, with an enormous blue dragon surrounded by burning burning buildings <laughs>
0: um i'm sorry this man looks like he's been plagued by visions of a blue dragon destroying everything for his entire life <laughs> yes
1: yes it is, it is a it, uh in particular there the, his his work is denoted by the use of a particular blue pigment uh that that uh i don't know if it has a specific name phylo blue <laughs> no mm-hmm. uh uh, it's a particular paint pigment made by Hessem Newby, and Sage Paint Manufactory, uh, with the aid of Salvatore Scream.
2: Oh, uh, he's
1: he's very much like a a a extremely famous painter. He's he's like he's like the Leonardo da Vinci of Corvosa,
0: and he's obsessed with this color blue, such that and this, he and this blue dragon and this blue dragon. Uh, such that he oversees the paint manufacturer to make sure that the blue pigment is exactly
1: as he needs it. Exactly what he needs it to be. Yes.
0: <laughs> no, I need his, it to be this work, hex code. His this work. Hex uh, code. His
1: work is often uh, characterized, uh, the, the article goes on to say, his work is often characterized by quite grisly scenes of torture, violence, uh, and uh, pain and despair.
0: Yeah, he always uh,
1: rendered in vivid color uh, and uh, usually featuring this pigment of blue somewhere in it.
0: Yeah, um, he he looks like he's seen some shit.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um,
0: this, this this to say this man has a haunted expression is putting it mildly.
1: Yeah, uh, this is this was actually an interview. Uh, So sort of the magazine published by the same company that publishes the Corvosa carrier. So,
0: ah, yeah. all right. All right. So we have somebody in Old Corvosa we can go talk to, but mm-hmm. do we want to go there without Lenore? Uh, does it say uh, where in Old Corvosa he lives or where he likes um, to hang out to paint?
1: There, There is descriptions of it being, in an unassuming home on Wave Street. Wave uh, Street. A, a, there is a den of both genius and ma- very, very... Uh, Eccentric? prose description oh. of the place. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: no, not purple. I needed blue, blue, blue pros, blue pros.
1: <laughs> so it seems to be a house somewhere on Wave Street. They don't actually give his street address, uh-huh. which is probably a good idea yeah. to not do. Yeah, um, but uh, but you you, you are going to the Corvus Carrier, yeah, and this is a magazine published by that printing press.
0: Oh, uh-uh, we could ask them. It's like, so if we want to follow up with the Salvatore Scream guy good lord (laughs) your your last name is scream how do you think your life's gonna turn out when we go do our interview with the corvosa carrier uh we'll
1: ask so uh uh, you make your way to a print shop Uh, anything else you want to do before that
0: um oh i suppose we would have done our interview already uh but we could go back
1: uh wouldn't it be wasn't it toward the end of the day
0: uh yeah but this is on but that oh. was that was on wednesday okay it's friday now. oh yes
1: so you had your you had your interview yes um uh let me let me describe that place actually you went to your interview at uh the corvosa carrier printing press
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: you would have been met by i believe what was his name brent barkley
0: yeah, that seems right.
1: <laughs> Brent Barkley here. Uh and uh he he is a he is a man wearing a ink-stained white shirt, uh suspenders, his sleeves rolled up to his his uh elbows, a fedora on his hat with a little card in it. <laughs> uh, he would meet you uh to to interview you asking uh a lot of, you know, actually pretty pretty surface level questions about who you are yes mm-hmm. a little bit about where you come from and w- w- we will cover the details of this in uh a blog post because it, it, it'll be you know it's it's very much a <laughs> it's an interview and yeah. also I, I haven't done layout in a while and i really want to do a newspaper layout uh, so i'm going to do that um but so you'll come back uh a couple days later uh and uh Brent Barkley. Reporter for the Corvosa Carrier will uh, will greet you uh, with a fresh, hot off the presses, early edition Ooh. of the interview.
2: Ooh!
1: And be like, you know, this thing's going this, going. this thing's going to sell like hotcakes, you know. Maybe not hotcakes. We don't sell a lot of hotcakes here in Corvosa. it <laughs> uh-uh. it's gonna sell like a leaking oysters. <laughs>
0: no! oh no. <laughs> alican <laughs> oysters are those actually oysters there's this like a rocky mountain oyster sort of situation
1: no they are soft boiled oysters harvested from the narrows of st alica
0: okay okay they're
1: actually oysters
0: okay i hope that they, they are the they, number
1: one delicacy of corvosa
0: okay okay you can well, get
1: six of them for two gold wow it's pretty expensive actually
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's like half a meal for two gold uh-huh. um <laughs> Freaking rich people. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, does it, they
1: won't sell like a leek and oysters. They don't actually sell that well. Just varies very, very specifically.
0: Well, uh, hopefully they they sell well. <laughs> well, yes.
1: So, uh, what would you like to talk to uh, Brent Barkley about? Um, as as you can see, you can see a an, a uh, magically enchanted uh, printing press going in the background. Uh, it seems to just be raising up. Uh and, and then and then a and then uh a sheet of paper will fly onto the printing press and then it'll raise back down, fl- the the piece of paper flies off, folds, and lands. That's So cool. Um, you see that there is actually uh a druid seems to be manning this process. Uh uh using using like you know like very specialized magic uh oh. just for paper. Oh wow!
0: I suppose it counts as
1: wood. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. Technically wood. That's so cool. (laughs)
1: That's pretty cool. cool. Uh, So, so this is all going on while you step into Brent Barkley's office.
0: Uh, Okay, so we've been doing a bit of reading, and we were looking at uh, some of the um, other things uh, produced by this uh, printer here.
1: Ah, you've read our other publications? Yes, yes. We were
0: just looking at this one by, uh, this this uh, profile on Salvatore Scream?
1: Ooh, yes. Very tormented character. Very interesting fellow. Yes. Uh, it's
0: fascinating. We were wondering, um, if we wanted to go visit this guy, um, the, the profile says he's on Wave Street?
1: Ooh, yes. Uh, he is, his house is in Old Corvosa, unfortunately, and mm. um uh i'm afraid uh it might be rather difficult to get there well,
0: i mean you know once things blow over maybe oh well maybe
1: uh oh, i mean uh certainly uh for uh for your contributions to the city i don't see why uh getting a uh, getting a word with Salvatore is outside possibilities uh, uh how about uh i could i could uh, i could get you his address Sure. And uh, once things have calmed down, you could go and visit him. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, now, he doesn't like to be disturbed. He's, he's very intent on sticking with his work. Of course. Uh, so uh, I, I, would, I would make sure that you set up the appointment beforehand. Uh, he doesn't have a secretary of sorts. He mostly just works out of his home. All right. But, uh, well, you'll see. Okay. He's an interesting fellow.
0: Yes, he certainly does seem to be that. Okay. We're totally just going to bust into this guy's house. house. <laughs> Amazing. Uh,
1: is there anything you would like to do to prepare for said? Uh,
0: hmm. Well, what is the um uh, the barricade on the bridge like these days? The bridge between the mainland and old Corvosa. Are they still letting people? It consists people of a series
1: of three walls of stone with many barricades set up. Like basically, the walls of stone have been have been were, were just raised from the bridge uh-huh. checkpoints were basically built around it. There's walkways at the tops where archers usually stand. uh there are uh, a few constables uh, that man the gates all right uh it's quite a checkpoint actually
0: okay um and how much are scrolls of dimension door going for these days uh
1: good question let me look up scroll prices that is a fourth level spell
0: yeah uh but it is on the magus list um
1: it is on the magus list okay a fourth level spell would uh be uh 700 gold for a scroll
0: okay uh let me just double check that it's on the magus
1: list yeah it is on the magus list okay i know it is
0: 700 gold for a scroll yes um, one of my
1: one of my theory craft builds is a, is an abundant step based, uh, Magus who uses uh, uh, spell combat plus uh, dimension door, uh, to like uh, get better battlefield positioning. That's so cool. I haven't actually had a chance to build him, but uh, it's a pretty cool idea. Yeah, because the
0: the narrows are like two hundred feet
1: wide. Yeah, you could dimension door across that. You could if you dimension door to. across
0: easily. Yes. Um,
1: Go into an alley. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I have nearly eleven thousand gold of liquid assets you
1: also also have a you also have a a headband that you weren't going to hold on to
0: yes and a headband i was going to sell so i i can sell the um the headband uh for 2000 plus uh diplomacy okay uh, let um, me have Ophelia... Probably the best
1: place to get a, a scroll like this would be... Uh, you'd be going to the Gilded Orrery.
0: Ooh! That sounds fancy as frick. Cinder got a natural 20 uh, for a total of 35. And Ophelia obviously helps. She got a 28. Yeah. Uh, so 37 for Haglin.
1: 37 for Hagelin. Uh, let me describe the place that you're going to. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Uh, you are going to <clears throat> the Gilded Orrery, mm-hmm. uh, which... It's actually right next to um, uh, lavender. Ah. Uh, it's down the street from lavender.
0: <laughs> we look at the, uh, the burned-out husk that lavender is now <laughs> as we go into the gilded Orrery. <sighs> yes. Boy am I glad we had absolutely nothing to do with that.
1: Most of the profits most of the profits made from the semi-independent gilded orrery funnel directly into Academe's coffers, specializing in items and texts in support of conjuring. The store nonetheless stocks a wide and impressively deep selection of other magical wares and books of arcane lore. The Gilded Orrery deals in a such high volume of conjuration supplies that items related to magical summoning are frequently bear discounts of up to one quarter less than normal price. Wow. Uh, unfortunately, this is not summoning magic. This no. is conjuration teleportation. Yeah. Uh, every student of the academy knows and shops at the Gilded Ori as it works with the college to ensure it stocks the text needed for every class each semester. This Ah. Uh. Uh, so this place would definitely have scrolls of Dimension door. Your
0: classic textbook racket. Uh, <laughs> yes.
1: Apprentices who graduate may sell their text back uh, to the school, albeit at such a low rate that most students consider it not worth the effort.
0: Oh my God! It's like GameStop. Uh, or,
1: or, or like like a like an academy bookstore. No, I suppose. I suppose <laughs> uh, those <laughs> graduates of academy uh, who go on uh, to make names for themselves can feel secure in knowing that any tomes they pen shall appear for sale within the shop. Book signings and discussions, therefore, occur frequently, uh, usually at the pace of about one per month. Mm. The proprietor of the shop, a plump little woman uh, with wispy gray hairs and an easily formed, if mirthless, smile, is named Gasta Weegra. It is the niece of Academy's uh, headmaster, uh, Tafornellos. Ah. Gasta only sells to those uh, affiliated with the Academy, uh, those who who can impress her with a bit of non-damaging arcane magic, or those of House Ornelos or its agents. So, she, abso- she absolutely refuses to sell to the monarch or anyone affiliated with the monarchy. Members of the public and outside can browse the shop and listen in on readings, but they cannot make purchases.
0: Um. So... We need to do something to impress so her. So you
1: need to do something to impress her uh, or become an agent of House Ornelas. <laughs> which, um, as I said before, good luck.
0: Would she be impressed by a casting of glitter dust?
1: Um, it is a
0: conjuration spell.
1: Possibly. Uh, so so uh, you go to the Gilded Orri uh, and you will see this plump little woman with wispy gray hairs and an easily formed of mirthless smile who will just go... How are you doing today? <laughs> Welcome to the Gilded Orrery. You may browse, but don't touch anything. Uh, i rather don't take anything.
0: Uh, hi, hi. um, We're looking for huh. some scrolls of Dimension Door.
1: Uh, scrolls of Dimension Door. Well, we do have them in stock. However, you understand that we need our supplies to be available to the Academy. Yeah? Uh, she adjusts her little round glasses. Do I know you?
0: Um, I'm Damien Cosmos. I'm we're no, the, I don't know of the you. cover of night. I don't know you. We, uh, I'm, I'm a spellcaster of some renown in the city. Are you
1: now? well go on, show us what you can do.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, the highest level conjuration spell I have prepped today is glitter dust. Um, Amazing. So, um, and all of the third level spells that I have in my spell book are, uh, well, most of them are, um, <laughs> are either transmutation or evocation. So, um, yes, uh, Damien will. You also
1: have the cards if you wanted I to do, do, I do I a do. nice illusion.
0: Ooh, I could use, I could use, I could do a major image with the cards. Um, I, yeah, yeah, Damien will, uh, use the deck. To cast major image, uh, of some beautiful, bright and pretty loud fireworks uh, going off in the
1: shop. Uh, so, so you 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 take this you take uh, this card and put it what do you do do you just cast it from the deck itself
0: uh yeah well so um damien damien uh holds a card up to his mouth and whispers to uh zolara uh to make some fireworks uh preferably rather obnoxious ones um and then tosses the card up in
1: the air All right and they it- toss the card up into the air fireworks blast and and blast and spark through the room, and uh, a few a few people that are just sort of like going about the business go, woo! <laughs> uh, and and the fireworks sort of like coalesce into the shape of uh, a black and red robed man pointing a finger accusatorily, uh, and 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 you, and and you can see you can see papers flying around him, and it goes, "You shall give this man." Scrolls at a reasonable price. <laughs> and then pff, fizzles into uh, sparklers.
0: <laughs> did, did she just use the image of, uh, of the guy from Citadel Freight?
1: I don't know. It's up to you. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's this. It's the Inquisitor card. Oh, it's That's the
0: Inquisitor. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Yes.
1: It's actually the card that Ophelia drew in the Harrowing. It is. And she goes, okay, you can buy some.
0: <laughs> no
1: discounts, though. Discounts ah. are Academy only.
0: Ah. Uh, also, uh, we have a headband of uh, inspired wisdom. Would uh, Are you looking to mm, buy things? Not
1: my usual choice, but uh, mm, could be worth it.
0: So we she'll, can she'll buy it. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so that's 2,000 gold, uh, for us and 1,400 gold for her, leading to a total of 600 gold for me and two scrolls of Dimension Door. Yes. Um, now how many people can, uh, a base level Dimension Door get?
1: Um, good question. We do
0: We do have a bag of holding uh, now so we can have is, people jump in.
1: It is a fourth level spell. So you need to be caster level 7 in order to use it. Uh, and Dimension Door uh, does have... It's you plus one person per three levels, right? Yeah. So this would be good for three people.
0: Okay, so one person will have to hop into the Bag of Holding.
1: Possibly, um, yeah. And hold your breath.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that has. T- there's 10 minutes of air in the Bag of
1: Holding. Oh, no, there you go.
0: Um, so... Uh... <laughs> uh... Um... So we will, we will take our, uh, our booty, uh, and,
1: uh. And then you go, what was your name again? Damien Damien Cosmos. yes. All right, sorry, I have to log all non-Academy transactions. Exactly. All right. All right, two scrolls of Dimension Door.
0: Thank, thank you.
1: All right, well, have a nice day.
0: Thank you. Uh,
1: if you ever wish to pursue, uh, more complex magic, you might seek an invitation to Academy.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, I Sorry, tried. That's not her voice.
1: if Erica's voice. Uh, and, if you have, and if you ever want to pursue more complex magic, maybe seek admission to Academy. I,
0: I, I tried, actually.
1: Yeah, well, you know, not everybody's good enough. Sorry, kid. Okay. So you have uh, two scrolls of Dimension Door.
0: Okay. So I've got 600 gold and two scrolls of Dimension Door in my pocket. So uh, we're going to... Uh, probably uh, oh. head over to and Mark
1: Salvatore's house on your map here. Eh. It's over here. <laughs> Oop. Um,
0: okay. All right. All right. Uh so now there are some uh watchtowers and stuff.
1: Yes, there are watchtowers uh at and uh kind of odd intervals along the wall. Mhm. Yes
0: um i'm guessing it would probably so dimension door uh is just a verbal component spell but i would have to pull out the scroll and stand there and read it uh, and that could be potentially yes
1: suspicious and succeed on a cast on a caster level check too.
0: yes so i it might take several rounds of yelling at the scroll yes. before i successfully do it um. um meaning that it might be best if we wait for nightfall
1: uh, and then hang around until the next day. Could do. Mm. Uh, now one one issue is um, the flashiness might actually be easier to detect at night. Oh,
0: mm, good uh, point.
1: Because because you're not in the daylight. Like eh. going down a sufficiently uh, hidden alley uh, and casting it. Might be enough to oh. throw people off if of you're okay. not obviously being followed.
0: Okay. Can we go down Airy Street then? Uh up here at the uh narrows where there aren't any walls. Um uh,
1: no that place will be in full view of the Great Tower.
0: Okay. Uh is so, there okay, is there a place along like the Avenue of Arms or something that we can uh find yeah, oh, yeah, an alley? Um,
1: probably probably uh any one of the buildings that are sort of like along the wall here, like uh like along the avenue of arms Mm -hmm. uh you could go down into an alley uh like maybe behind a behind like the dumpsters and stuff (laughs) uh arched courtyards and things Mm -hmm. uh meant to be like just little private spaces
0: okay uh so the the sorry the distance on dimension door is 400 feet plus 40 feet per level so uh a seventh level dimension door uh would be um 680 feet
1: you could dimension door from lenore's Meaning house Meaning that i could dimension door from lenore's house you could dimension door from lenore's house yeah on
0: to onto street, Wave street yeah.
1: yeah um one thing that you, that is going to be noticeable uh as you are going about your business today there are a lot more gray maiden patrols now um walking the streets uh you will regularly see gray maidens like like on patrol uh where corvos and guards might previously have gone,
0: oof okay,
1: uh, and uh there is also a curfew in effect <sighs> on the mainland, oh my god, uh, no one uh is to be out of their homes after ten p m well, without uh written purpose that has been approved by the gray maidens,
0: huh, and here I thought things were going to get less scary after ha. <laughs> Turns out, no. Uh, there
1: also, there's also been frequent questionings. You're hearing a lot about questionings of people that were involved in the plot to kill the queen.
0: Ah, uh, yeah.
1: Um, There have been, there've been a number of arrests in the paper. Currently, there is talk of a way to regulate access to magical items just to prevent uh, uh, a similar magical attack as uh, what Marcus Endrin did on the queen.
0: Well, I am glad that I... Got Doesn't my scrolls yet. now. Uh so um I would like to uh cast a spell in the privacy of my own home.
2: <laughs>
1: yep, seems reasonable.
0: <laughs> uh and uh Damien will pull out the protractor uh and the map and calculate. <laughs> Amazing. Uh it's it's almost exactly six hundred and eighty feet from Lenore's house to Wave Street, uh and he'll get the exact the exact bearing uh, we don't really have a knowledge geometry check but <laughs> amazing <laughs> uh, and then he will uh, work on casting the spell uh, from the uh... oh uh, Unia is going to hop into the bag of holding um, <laughs> uh, ev- everybody starts sort of go- volunteering and arguing over who's going to go in Yunia stares at all of them and just hops in <laughs> So I will roll a castor level check for Damien. I believe he has to be caster. I, I believe he has to be
1: level nine. Oh, uh, before, you, before you go, uh, I should actually tell you, um, Corvo- uh, during, during this time, at some point, Cressa would have actually offered you some supplies to help you <gasps> um, uh, in your mission in old Corvosa. Oh, uh, she offers you uh, four potions of cure serious wounds, three potions of lesser restoration, a wand of invisibility with 30 charges. My goodness sake. Uh, and a Wand of Cure Moderate Wounds with 30 charges.
0: That's incredible! Crescent, uh, also I checked, I need to be level 10, so I need to roll a 2 or higher on this caster level check. (laughs) Dimension Door, very useful spell. Definitely the top of the list of spells to get once I get 4th level spells. Every single spell caster I have has Dimension Door. (laughs) Every single one. It has saved multiple people's lives. Yep, I got a six on die, uh, which is not a great roll, but it's good enough. (laughs) So Davian picks up the bag with Yudia in it and holds out one hand and Ophelia grabs it and uh, Sinter puts her hand on his shoulder to uh, give him support. And he says the spell and we disappear from Lenore's house and appear on Wave Street. Probably like a little bit to the northwest of the position we were currently at or we were previously at, okay mostly north little west like north
1: northwest, mostly north and slightly west,
0: so we will have to walk along most of wave street, but uh that's that's how it works,
1: okay, so boom, okay. and unia will get out of the bag so so you will you will you will uh dimension door uh, onto wave street you will find yourself beneath a makeshift breezeway of wooden struts and basically scaffolding uh, from which as soon as you come out of dimension door, you are met face to face with uh, a hanging corpse.
0: Oh God. Uh, So Damien will uh, look will have been looking down at the scroll as the, uh, as it is expended and crumples away into dust and looks up face to face with the, uh, the hanging corpse and Damien
1: screams and your scream echoes through the night air ah! and for a moment there's silence around you but then you you can hear down the alleys the sound of people moving about uh there is a there is a hanging man uh, hanging from the scaffolding uh with a sign hanging from uh, his neck says Long live the emperor.
0: The emperor. That's all it says. That's new. Um, let's get out of here. Uh, right. We're gonna head towards Salvatore's house.
1: Okay. Uh, moving down Wave straight here mm-hmm. in the night, you can hear uh, every now and then the sound of like like something being disturbed in the alleys. Uh, you're not sure if it's that you're being followed, or uh, or what
0: everybody profoundly unsettled we will proceed
1: to uh salvatore scream's house okay so you'll find this nice little house on wave street Salvatore's home is a leaning, decrepit building located along the Narrows, not far from one of of the many now-ruined bridges that once connected old Corvosa to the mainland. As as you get close, you can see that a nearby house has been consumed by a sinkhole, and you can hear the sounds (laughs) of sloshing mud and water. Uh, And as you're getting close, I think uh, you might actually be able to see this.
0: Is is this man cursed? (laughs) Oh, oh my goodness sake!
1: There's otiugs here. There are otiugs in the muck, wallowing in the water. Oh, look at them! You can see, you can actually just sort of see them, like kind of, kind of like alligators. Yeah, just sort of like laying down uh, with like the tops of their heads kind of poking out of the water. <laughs> they seem to be quite enjoying uh, their time here in the uh, what might what once might have been a small house has been obliterated, collapsed from within by a 20-foot diameter sinkhole. Water from the narrows fills the hole, creating a muddy pit strewn with the jagged bits of timber and flotsam. The edges of the hole are slick and patchy with fungus. Immediately south of the sinkhole, a boardwalk has also collapsed, creating a dangerous tangle of timber and crazily tilted pilings. Uh, the Juju appear to be three OTUGS sort of wallowing in the muck.
0: Oh! I wonder I wonder if any of them have seen baby. <gasps> <laughs> I don't want to anger them. but I do want to talk to them. Amazing. <gasps> um smells uh what 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 otiog smells does Damien remember?
1: Otiog smells?
0: Yeah, they release scent. Uh Damien learns some OTUG smells for um talking to Portobello.
1: Right. OTUG smells. Um Delicious food here is wet fungus, as that tends to be a calming thing. Uh-huh. Uh yes. overripe fruit is mating.
0: Oh no, I don't want them to be horny. <laughs> um
1: uh, sour hap- sour apples is I am hungry, got food. Ah, um... Uh, ammonia is time for a moot. <laughs>
0: uh, is a moot the, the, like a meeting? Yeah, like, like, like a meeting. Okay. Um, I think uh, Damien will... Um, uh, can I... Can Prestidigitation sort of waft a smell? Not like Gust of Wind, but like waft
1: a smell? What's the range on Prestidigitation?
0: Oh, oh, good question. I don't know. Let me check. <laughs> I've just spelled prestidigitation wrong. Uh, okay. 10 feet. 10 feet. Okay. Um, does anybody have like gust of wind? No, that's my... That's you my know key. that
1: OTX do have a scent ability.
0: Yes. Oh, okay. So. Damien... They can Damien, smell things
1: that are a little further away from them.
0: Okay. Damien will create the smell of ammonia and wet fungus like 10 feet away from him.
1: Uh, um, they don't seem to react here.
0: Uh, okay. Uh, we'll move up a little bit.
1: Yeah. Uh uh, sure if, uh as the as the uh, as the ground starts starts to squish between your hoofy feet. <laughs> Uh you try again there.
0: Yeah, like
1: uh, you'll see you see you'll see an eye stalk uh, protrude out of the water, sort of like look at you. It's not like it's not like coming after you, but uh,
0: hi, uh, we're we're friends. We're looking for a baby.
1: Sort of see a nostril. <laughs> Don't like humans.
0: Ah, do you want some eggs?
1: Uh, you guys can roll diplomacy.
0: Yes. Uh, I'll have. Eh, everybody has diplomacy. We'll just we'll try to be non-threatening, and they'll we'll we'll toss some of the hard-boiled eggs that Edgar has made for us as a snack. Uh, <laughs> down into down into the OTUg pit. Ophelia leading the pack with, uh, I would say the Oteg's probably not aware of Ophelia's social identity, so no. she probably <laughs> does not get that bonus. No. Uh, that said, Ophelia rolled a thirty-three. Oh boy! Um, and Center and do, Center aids and does Damien aid? Damien does not aid, but Center does aid thirty-five.
1: Okay. 35 with a 35 um, one of the uh, like the the closer otug will sort of like sort of rise up a bit uh, getting getting to about here as it sort of scrambles through the broken wood and mud uh, some of it like sloshing off down into the sinkhole uh, and and it sniffs Uh, you see it's see it's tentacle sort of like reaching out and sniffing in your direction Eggies? Humans no give eggies?
0: Uh, yeah, um, we've, we're, we're friends.
1: Mm. eggy friends. No human friends. eggy friends.
0: Yes, eggy friends.
1: Hmm, eggie?
0: Do you want another one?
1: Uh, sort of puts a tentacle out on the ground.
0: Here you go. Give. <laughs> give food. Give egg. I give uh give I mm-hmm. too small. Food for baby. Mm-hmm. Food for baby. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're looking for a baby. Baby. Have you seen a baby?
1: Mmm Moot for baby. Yeah. Seen baby no. But, missing baby. Mm -hmm. Baby, other side. And sort of like looks at the other side of the, and looks across the narrows. Mm -hmm. Missing. Mm Mama, look.
0: (sighs) Come. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I guess we'll go ask over there. Thank you. Sort of
1: like looking across the narrows. Seems to be indicating, like, further away. Okay. Mm, Long time now.
0: Mm, Okay. Well, thank you.
2: Mm, Hungry.
0: Uh, (laughs) Give another egg.
2: (laughs) Too small.
0: Um uh that's that's all that's all we've got we're we're we we have small snacks uh center will uh uh toss out one of her uh ration bars is that better mm
1: sort of like sinks back down into the water actually Oh. Look for baby
2: Broca
0: no
1: Broka Broca No is, is that a name? We're gonna, we're gonna give a linguistics check.
0: Alrighty. Damien and Unia. Damien and Unia. Alright. <laughs> Clock, 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 okay. Uh Unia got a twenty-one and Damien got a twenty.
1: Okay. You would gather that it seems that the, the OTUG is trying to say the word broker. Broker. Broker would know. Broker would know.
0: Oh, is there a an information broker across the Narrows? Maybe. Ooh. Don't seem to have much information on that
1: um Broker
0: below Broker below Mm, Oh Broker below Okay hold on
1: Broker sleep now Oh Tia White's back into the water
0: Thank you (laughs) I might know where Portobello has gone
1: Broker below
0: Yeah Broker blah Alright, alright. <laughs> hey, sometimes I do successfully get to make friends with OTX. Ah! Sometimes. Sometimes
1: I get a good feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I get a feeling that I never never known whatever I before. Friends Friends Okay. So there is a door on the side of the house. This seems to be the front door. Ah uh, yes. Seems to open onto the house. Yes. <laughs> Uh, through it through the window you can see let me see if you can see uh, you can see some shelves uh, that seem to be empty on the south side
0: okay um ophelia will go up to the door
1: and uh, knock uh, all right uh you knock wait for a moment you don't hear anything
0: mr scream Mr. Scream.
1: Uh, after a moment, uh, you will hear, you'll hear uh, a feminine voice actually going, "Just one minute. Excuse me. I'm going to have to wait. It seems that we have company. Uh, hold on. Uh, sorry." <laughs> and uh, you hear the sound of a door opening. You hear you hear uh, something something going here, and uh, a door will open. You'll see uh, there's a couple things. You'll be aware of as this door opens (laughs) Uh, the smell of this entryway is of must and mildew Uh, much of it coming from mud tracked over the floorboards as if a small army had marched through the room Uh, to the south stands a single empty set of shelves Uh, greeting you at the door will be what appears to be an elven woman wearing spiked armor wow uh, and wielding I believe chains a very Uh, spiky crown as well yes and a very spiky crown bearing a skull in the center
0: ah uh i don't think i need a knowledge religion check to uh recognize this as being very zonkuthanite
1: uh and she will she will come to the door and she'll go like i'm sorry mr scream is away at the moment uh but if you don't mind i'm engaging in a little bit of a little bit of business and i can help you in a few minutes okay bye uh, Wait, um
0: Uh, can i ophelia's gonna put her foot in the door
1: Excuse me. Hi. Hi.
0: We're here to talk to Mr. Scream. We have very important
1: business. Well, uh, Mr. Scream is away, and I am currently trying to find where he went. So if you can please just let me get back to my work. Uh, hopefully I'll have some answers pretty soon. Do
0: you want help?
1: Um, We're pretty
0: good at finding things.
1: Do any of you know Speak With Dad.
0: I can prepare tomorrow.
1: Well, I guess it's a sleepover then. Oh my god! God. (laughs) I wanna,
0: I wanna sense motive for this
2: lady.
1: (laughs) All right, right this way.
2: Okay. (laughs)
1: Yeah, go ahead. Sounds
0: better. Black <laughs> Sense motive rocks. Uh, Center got a 31. Uh, Damian got a 17. Unia got a oh, Unia. Uh, Unia got a 26. And Ophelia got a 16. Uh, so uh, what was the highest? 31. So 35.
1: Okay, a 35. Um, What's her deal? <laughs> she, she just seems to have a zest for life.
0: All right.
1: She seems to be quite enjoying the idea of a sleepover. All right. And uh, she seems to be excited about having someone else who can cast Speak with Dead. All right so where were we oh my gosh okay but wait before we continue i have to tell you we have company and one of them can actually talk to you oh my goodness this is gonna be so great oh my god it's gonna be so great wait
0: are there dead people in here
1: well um the people um uh are you going in yes you'll see that she has been, she has set up in uh, this sort of back room over here. Yes, there you go. Follow her. Uh, uh, Both of this room's windows are tightly shuttered, yet the air inside seems... Strangely fresh and scented, no doubt because of the six large candles that burn within. Each candle has been affixed to a glob of melted wax, to the crown of a gleaming, polished skull. And each of these impromptu and grisly candle holders have been placed atop an otherwise clear desk to the west, arrayed in a gentle arc. A chair sits before the desk, and a careful stack of papers sits inside the arc of skulls. To the south stands a, ne- a nearly empty cabinet, its shelves barren, save for a few paintbrushes and a cracked pottery urn.
2: Uh.
1: As uh, the elf woman uh, comes back in, she she turns to the skulls and goes, now, where were we? Okay, now some of you have been very helpful and some of you have not. So <laughs> I'm going to, let's pick, uh, who was I talking to before uh, we had our guests? Uh both are. how about you? Quick question for you. Uh, first question. Uh, if you were to go to a tropical destination for your dream vacation, where would you go? And you see the skull just go Rattling its jaw against the against the uh, uh. Okay, both are is going to lose a few points for not giving a helpful answer. So, I'm sorry both are. But we're going to try maybe maybe a little bit more of a serious question both are. Maybe you can handle that. Okay. Um, and and she's going to go both are When was the last time you saw Mr. Scream? Hmm, still not very helpful both are. Listen, if you don't answer these questions properly, I'm not going to be able to talk to you for an entire other week. And I don't have a lot of time. I have very important things I need to do. I need to meet Mr. Scream, and I need to talk to him.
0: Oh, uh, y- you know, you might need to cast something like Restore Corpse so that it has, you know, a mouth to talk with.
1: <sighs> I mean, there's not really the rest of the corpse, though. I don't really want pet- to cast an entire Restore Corpse. Some of them, you know, they might have bits of their tongue left and they might actually still be able to talk a little just a little bit.
0: Uh, uh, is there some sort of check I can make that, uh, is it to see if I can help her make her speak with dead situation here a little bit more useful? Um, is there anything I can do to make her speak with dead situation more
1: helpful? Uh, yeah, Restore Corpse would probably actually help.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, you know, we can have... Uh... Um, Yunya, you can, uh, uh re- prepare Restore Corpse tomorrow. Oh, I do have Restore Corpse prepared today. Well, why do you have that? I I must have said it to prepare the other day and then forgot I had
1: it. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I literally. Well, all... uh, if that's a, if you want to hang out and, you know, have a sleepover, that sounds lovely. Uh, uh I'm Lowry, by the way. Uh Lowry Voss. Pleasure to meet all of you. Hey Lowry,
0: uh, I'm Center.
1: Uh Center.
0: I'm Damien. I'm oh. Unia. Also,
1: also, uh, it's worth noting, uh, for, for this entire place, Center has her Harrowed bonus if you need it. Oh, um, oh. Uh, your Herod bonus being uh you gain a plus two bonus on all intelligence-based checks. In addition, uh, you treat your castle levels one higher when casting spells uh, you've gained from a class that grants bonus spells based on intelligence. Uh, so that doesn't actually help you. But you do get a plus two on all intelligence-based checks.
0: Ah, that's uh, nice.
1: Which would count for your knowledge checks even if you're using your wisdom modifier.
0: Cool. Okay,
1: good, good, good. They're usually intelligence-based yeah! checks.
0: Um, now, I believe Center does still use her intelligence for her knowledge checks uh yeah there might be some inquisitors that use their wisdom but uh that's not not her archetype um she uses wisdom on um her bluff and intimidate uh and also gets a bonus to charisma checks uh, and and things like that okay Uh, so uh that that helps her do things like lie to cultists so that she can join their groups uh so, um Unia does have Restore Corpse prepared today. Uh so they're going to they're going to cast that. What's up? Uh Unia does have Restore Corpse prepared today. Oh do you? Yeah, I'm not sure why, but <laughs> I I went and checked my spell list and Restore Corpse is on there and prepared today. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so yeah.
1: I'm gonna send you, uh... Let me send you some full art of Lowry.
0: Lowry! Uh, Oh. Oh my goodness. Look at her. Yes.
1: (laughs) Uh, she is wearing, uh... she, She has a long, spiked chain. Uh, it's not currently glowing, but in her art it's glowing with magical energy. Uh, she's wearing, uh... She's wearing, uh... Spiked armor, uh, with, like... Teeth, and I don't know, some wands. It looks like tucked into her belt, uh, and a lot of skulls. Yeah, a lot of skulls. A lot
0: of skulls. Um, so should I make a religion check? Yeah, uh, you can make it. All right, knowledge religion check. Uh, we have Unia, Damien, and Center all gonna make knowledge religion checks. Sorry, Ophelia, you have no ranks in knowledge religion. Wow. Uh, okay. So Unia got a twenty-three. Center got an eighteen. And Damien got got an eighteen as well. So, uh, yeah, Unia got a nineteen on die. So
1: twenty-seven. Twenty-seven, yeah, she's definitely. Wearing a holy symbol of Zonkuthon. Yes. Uh, multiple holy symbols. There's one sort of on her headband. There's one. Uh, there's one on her um, on her belt. There's uh, one just sort of like on the chain that she's wearing. This is a fixture in the armor. All right. And she's she's wielding a she's wielding a spike a chain. A spike chain. And uh, all all very common things for um, worshippers of Zonkuthon.
0: Yes. So, uh, if you don't mind me asking, um, what's, uh, yeah. what's, a, what's a, a worshiper of doing, uh, with a bunch of skulls trying to talk to him?
1: Well, right now I'm trying to find Salvatore Scream. You see, I was hoping that I could get some more information from all of these fine people, but none of them had answers I liked, so... Uh, well, um... If you haven't asked one of them
0: questions yet, I can cast restore corpse on well, their
1: skull. Well, uh, that's a really great idea. Uh, see, I've, I've obviously you know that I've been talking to my good friend Bothar. This is Bothar K. He was a toy maker, uh, and uh, I was talking to G- Gianna. Uh, however, she's she's kind of a bitch. <laughs> um... <laughs> There's also, there's also, uh, Valaka Hoon, uh, he was a writer, uh, Maxtel, Maxtel Earns, a sculptor, and Yvoss, uh, Tanguay, uh, a tattooist. Oh, and this one over here is, is Iman Vernell. I haven't had a chance to talk to him yet, but I hear that he is, he has quite a way with words.
0: Uh, how did you get the names and professions of all these people?
1: Oh, uh, well, I, I I mean, I was looking for them, obviously. Uh,
0: and you found their skulls.
1: Yeah, they were dead. Um, so... Uh, Bloodville? I I mean... Uh, uh, suicide, I think? Oh. Some of them have been dead for quite a while. So I took the skulls so that maybe we could have a little conversation later.
0: But you didn't leave any of the skin on the oh, skulls.
1: Uh, there wasn't a lot of skin left when oh, I Oh, unfortunately. Okay. Sorry. Uh,
0: which which of these have you not talked to yet?
1: Well, uh, as I said, you don't want to bother talking to Johnny. Uh, she can shut the fuck up for an entire week, and I won't even care. <laughs> Both are. I was just talking to him, and, uh, you know, he's not extremely helpful. Although, maybe if you did a restore corpse, he might be. I still have. Hold on. How many questions do you get? Uh, when uh, casting, speak with that.
0: You get... Um,
1: She's asked him two questions.
0: Yeah. Um, one question for two caster levels.
1: <sighs> okay. Um, so I can ask him three more questions. They better be good.
0: All right. Well, I can...
1: Or we can wait and... Mm, uh, now I don't have another casting of Speak with Dead right now.
0: Oh, well, say.
1: I can cast Restore Corpse on both of uh? uh. Yeah, yeah, and then maybe we could have that sleepover, and then maybe we could do it again in the morning. Sure. Oh my God, that's so great! What are your names? Who are you? Uh, it's lovely to meet you. Y- uh, I'm Unia. I'm sort of just traveling through town. Uh, I mean, I mostly just came to visit these people. Unfortunately, all of them are dead.
0: Uh, <laughs> wow, that's a really unfortunate coincidence.
1: Yeah, Um, I, I'm really worried that I was also here to talk to Salvatore, but I'm worried that he's dead too. Oh, that's... And so I'm hoping that maybe one of them could tell me why they're all dead or where Salvatore might have been? Yes, I'm or... casting
0: Restore Corpse on this one right now. Silence.
1: Okay, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Unity will cast Restore Corpse on
1: Bothar's skull. Oh, you're grumpy, aren't you?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: grumpy. Grumpy. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> she squitches her, squitches her nose up.
0: Mmm, here. <laughs> Unia narrows their eyes. They, they, they scowl a little bit, and um, flesh sort of creeps back onto the um, the skull, like rotting in reverse. Okay. It is now a decapitated skull. It's now a decapitated head. Uh,
1: okay. Uh, and you, you managed to restore, like, the tongue. Yes. And, uh, and the trachea. and Yes. Uh, no, it doesn't have lungs, so that might be interesting. Uh, but it has the necessary things for speech now. Yes. All right. So she goes, okay, I have two more questions. So, both are. Hopefully we can have a little bit more productive chat with these last three questions. Uh, now, obviously, you know, I kind of expected that the other ones wouldn't work. So, both are. What inspired you to make all of the dragon toys that you were so famous for? What? Uh, and uh, the skulls goes, I see him in, I see him in my darkest nightmares. The looming, towering creature seeking to destroy all okay that's great um so uh wait 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 hmm?
0: wait you're here to ask about dragons too
1: uh yeah don't worry about that part right now um i wait wait hmm? no
0: we're here to ask salvatore scream about the blue dragons he's been painting
1: Oh, what a coincidence! (laughs) Um, okay. Uh, Well, uh, if you'll let me concentrate, maybe I can can find some questions that will be useful for getting the information. See, uh, all seven of these artists all have one thing in common, and that is that they all had a muse of some sort that inspired them to create, uh, wondrous works of art, uh, inv- depicting pain and death and all the greatest things in the world, honestly. Uh, but, um, all of them committed suicide in, like, the last few months, except for Salvatore, as far as I know. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. um, okay, so this guy... Had nightmares. So if you want to help me brainstorm, like, what kind of question might get me the answers that I'm looking to know.
0: Yeah. That um, would be good.
1: And I could probably sweeten the deal for you. Uh,
0: I, I'm really just interested in the information.
1: Well, I mean, I mean, with information. And she holds out, like, a little scrap of fabric. Oh. He goes, uh, I found this, but I'm not from around here, so I don't really know the significance of it. And she like sort of holds it up and she goes, and if you help me and she, she holds it up and like waves it around a little bit for a second <laughs> and then pulls it back real quick. Like write it, right it. Right just, just pulls her elbow right back yeah, uh, yeah, and just goes, yeah. and if you help me, I'll give you this. Maybe that'll help you with what, whatever your thing is. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. W- w- wait, wait. <laughs> sense motive. Damien's not rolling sense motive because he's already 100% in on this. <laughs> the idiot. Um. <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time. Alright, Union rolled a natural one. I think they're still focusing on uh, putting all of the. Fleshy bits back where they're supposed to be on the skull. Um, Center got a 24, and Ophelia got a 20. Uh, so 26. Does she? Does she have nefarious plans in mind? That like, if we give her the information she's looking for,
1: she's gonna go like kill people or? Wait, what, what did you? What did you get? 26. I mean, there's definitely stuff that she's not telling you. Yeah. Um, and uh, you get the feeling that there's information about why she's doing this and why she's here that she's not telling you. Uh, now you don't know specifically if she's going to use this information for nefarious purposes or what. Hmm. Um, but you know, you get the feeling that she she is definitely hiding stuff from you.
0: Uh, so before we go ahead with this, uh, mm-hmm. just just a just a couple of questions, um. So, uh, you said that you're rather uh, fascinated and appreciative of the uh, the pain and destruction caused yep. by said muse. Are are you planning on going and helping it?
1: Oh no! Oh good God no! Uh, no 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 no! Someone's been a very naughty boy and needs to be punished.
0: Oh, punished? Yes. Punished? What for? Ah, uh, that's too much. All right, all right, keep your secrets. <laughs> uh, but keep in mind, we don't usually truck with Cuthonites.
1: Well, I don't normally truck with um, whoever you are, just like a little waving circular gesture with her <laughs> hand. Uh, but I'm always willing to make new friends if you're willing to be helpful. Well, we're certainly willing to be helpful. Well, then I guess we're friends then. Oh my god, this is great! <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten to know any of the locals yet. You're going to have to tell me where all the best restaurants are. Uh, where did you come from? Um, like immediately or like originally or what do you mean? Where were you before you were here? Um, so I don't actually have a lot more time to talk to this guy. I have like two more minutes, probably.
0: Fine. So
1: any questions awesome. that you think might help?
0: Uh, I'm just going to make an int check. <laughs> uh, Damien what sorts of questions do you think would be good to ask, Damien Seventeen.
1: Seventeen. Yeah, uh, um, just a flat int check. So you're trying to find? Uh, she, she's revealed that they all seem to be have visions of some sort of dragon. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. Can we just ask him where Salvatore's Scream is, or would he not know that?
1: You want to ask where Salvatore's Scream is? Yeah. Uh, and basically, the skull just responds. I never knew him personally.
0: Ah, so they all made apocalyptic paintings with a blue dragon, and uh, yes, never met each other. No. Huh. Uh,
1: well, at least both are didn't seem to know Salvatore. Mm, okay. Uh,
0: both are was a toy maker. Yes. Um, uh,
1: you got one question remaining.
0: Does the 17 give me any insight?
1: Uh, actually, she she'll go ahead and go. So, I understand that all of you committed suicide. What prompted you to decide to take your own life? And, uh, are goes, Silence. Silence. It's unbearable. Silence. Silence? It's unbearable. Well, that's not exactly helpful.
0: Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs>
1: do, 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 do. Uh,
0: Simon and Garfunkel, they torture me.
1: And, and with that, the the, the, uh, the head sort of slumps back over, dead. The silence. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe we can ask another one of them about the rest of that in the morning. Sure. However...
0: Are there any signs that Salvatore
1: has been in his own home recently? Um, well, so, this is one of the more difficult things. Uh It does look like the place was sort of, uh, stripped of all stuff. Uh, and it seems like it was in a bit of a hurry. I don't know if you saw the footprints.
0: Yes, like...
1: Um, I'm worried that he was captured. Oh. I just don't know, um... Have you... Attempted to scry on him. Uh, I haven't. Um, Perhaps I mean I don't really know him personally, so that might be kind of difficult.
0: Is this table one of his possessions?
1: Technically, yes. That should aid a scrying. Attempt I think mean, it'll help a little bit. Uh, hold on. Uh, hold on. He uh I mean, I guess I could do that in the morning, maybe with some of his stuff. Unfortunately, not a lot of his very personal things are here. Uh, the most personal thing I have here is a paintbrush, and I don't know necessarily if that's going to work super well. I mean, obviously, he has a strong connection to his paintbrushes, but, you know. Uh, was,
0: was there any more blue paint?
1: No. We we
0: we read about him being really particular about that.
1: I did hear about that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess it would make sense, but, you know, uh, you got to get it right, obviously.
0: Uh, you know, before we settle down for the night, I think it's probably best if we go and uh, look through the rest of the rooms here. Make sure there's not anybody still uh, waiting around, you know, uh, waiting to, to get the jump on all of us while we're sleeping or oh, my hero. Anyway, I'm going to go check this door. <laughs> uh.
1: Uh, so checking in there, uh, you will see. Uh, Uh, A single bed. The blankets and pillows atop it scattered and in disarray. uh, sits to the south in this room. More muddy boot prints uh, mar the wooden floor here. And a splash of dried blood decorates one pillow. Dried blood? Yes.
0: Hey, uh, do you have blood biography by any chance?
1: I don't uh, have it prepared. Uh, Let me check my spell list real quick. I mean, I could prepare it tomorrow, I guess.
0: I could prepare it tomorrow.
1: Oh, do you want to rock, paper, scissors for it? No. No?
0: You can prepare it.
1: <laughs> As if. <laughs> you can prepare it. You're the one that wanted, wants to ask the question.
0: I will prepare blood biography tomorrow. Great.
1: Glad we could come to this agreement. Um, two. <laughs> uh Now you can do a survival check on the prince?
0: Yes. I would love and- to do that. Oh... Okay, Center has some ranks in survival. Oh, Center's actually better at survival than Lenore would be in this situation. Oh. Um, She's based. I, uh, I would say this guy's probably not an enemy of the Church of Pharasma. Um,
1: not as far as you know.
0: Not as far as I know. Uh, I guess Unia can help. Oh, and uh, oh no. Uh, do you need ranks in survival to make survival checks?
1: Mm, I don't think so. Okay. Yes, you can make. All
0: Alright. He makes
1: survival checks untrained.
0: Everybody helps. Clack clack survival rocks. Clack 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 clack. Oh, Unia! Everybody, everybody rolled real bad.
1: Oh no. Uh,
0: I I got Unia got a one on die. Damien got a two on die, and Ophelia got a five on die, and then Sinter got a (laughs) twenty-one. Um, so. Unfortunately, uh, no help from the peanut gallery, uh, but Sinter got a 21.
1: Uh, 21? Yes. A hobbit lay here. (laughs) Uh, uh, No, with this, you will be able to see that the the prints lead up to the bed, and it looks like, the arrangement of this, that the victim uh, was probably asleep whenever they were hit. Uh, Oh, dear. And then, then, uh, based on the tread, you would gather that whoever... There, there was there was a blow struck and then whoever struck the bow, blow left probably carrying something heavy
0: <laughs> so salvatore got knocked out and carried out of here probably
1: something like and that and
0: then people came and took all his stuff seems like uh is there anything under the bed
1: uh no there's nothing under the bed
0: anything like under the mattress and the covers and the sheets uh no okay uh, it's it's been it's been stripped bare except for this blood stain. Yes. Okay. Well, we have a blood stain. Um, Unia will prep two restore corpses tomorrow. Unia's spell list for the upcoming days. is uh, one use of cure light wounds, um, one use of carrion compass, just in case we do find some undead here. Okay. Um, one use. Oh, what? Not not diagnosed disease. One use of bless. And two uses of restore corpse. Okay. Do you want to check the last room? Oh, there's another room here. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, I would love to. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Yes. It's okay. Uh
0: yes, I would love to check okay. the last room.
1: So this room appears to have been this is a this is off of the main studio where uh Lowry was with the skulls. Mm-hmm. Uh, This room appears to have once been a combination kitchen and storeroom, Mm. but is now a bewildering riot of brightly colored fungus and mold. The stuff grows everywhere and in every color, over tables, across cupboards, and in swaths along the floor and walls. But it seems thickest to the southwest, where puffy sheets of yellow fungus cover several objects so completely it's impossible to make out what lies beneath.
0: Ew! Um, okay. Center's gonna, like, cover her face. Um, I guess this would be a knowledge nature check? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, Damien and Center. Clack, 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 clack. Clack, clack. Gross fungus rocks? Clack, clack, clack. So Damien got a 17. And Center got... A twenty. Okay. Uh, so twenty-two.
1: All right. You will identify uh, that uh, there. There's a number of strains of fungus here, mm-hmm. uh, all very notable for how brightly colored they are. Uh-huh. Uh, but from what you know of fungus, it doesn't look like any of them look like dangerous ones, except for the ones to the south. Mm. Ones to the southwest uh, are uh, actually hold on. Is it southwest? Yes. To the southwest uh, are yellow mold. Uh, which, if disturbed, a five-foot square of this mold bursts forth with a cloud of poisonous spores. All within 10 feet of the mold must make a DC 15 fortitude save or take 1d3 points of constitution damage. Another DC 15 fortitude save is required once per round for the next five rounds to avoid taking 1d3 con damage each round. Uh, A successful fortitude save ends this effect. Fire destroys yellow mold and sunlight renders it dormant.
0: Okay. Um, So Uh, Sinter's immune to poison, being a Dorgar. Uh, so, um, Sinter, uh, is gonna look back at everybody and go, uh, uh, Damien, do you have any, um, like, small fire spells right now? Uh, there's a lot of fungus in here, and some of it's poisonous, um, but it's covering up a lot of stuff we could potentially be looking at. Uh, I don't need some, I don't need something that'll destroy the stuff underneath. Well, I have burning hands. That's probably not going to help.
1: That'll definitely destroy the stuff underneath.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, not very helpful. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I'm just going to clear it out with my hands then. Uh, you all should, should get away. Uh, it's going to make a big cloud of spores. Uh, If you want to go into the the foyer or something, uh, and open up some of the windows, it's going to get messy um so everybody um at least uh the party will uh file out uh, um
1: lowry is going to hang out like right here she's gonna go i like to watch
0: uh it's it's gonna it's gonna be nasty it's gonna hurt you
1: oh don't worry i'll be fine all righty um
0: center will um pull out her scythe um uh as gently as she can begin uh pulling the curtains and sheets of fungus away from the stuff. Start oh,
1: actually, uh Lowry is going to cast a spell on herself first.
0: Ah, okay. F- well first I like to spellcraft that. Damien not being in the room anymore is not going to help, but we'll see if and can figure it out. Uh fifteen.
1: Um well, let me check the GC on spellcraft. Uh, identify a spell as it's being cast as 15 plus the spell level so no <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, uh you watch as you watch as um as as the as the symbols of Zonkuthon glow this this sickly green color and it sort of like washes over her body
0: i hope that's a helpful one.
1: Oh, it's gonna be really helpful
0: uh, <laughs> um everybody else is uh like you know they're they're watching. They're they're waiting, uh, and then Sinter is going to um,
1: start clearing the fungus out of this room as much as she can. Now uh, there will be a burst of spores, and he watches it goes over her. And uh, as the spores sort of get close to her, she goes, and he watches they wither and fall to the ground. Whoa, that's cool, that's cool. Um, okay. So uh Center, you will find among the yellow mold uh a jar of uh of some sort of uh strangely strangely uh swirling multicolored pigments.
0: Oh okay. Damien, you wanna give me you wanna flick me one of those cards? Damien will uh toss Center a card and she'll grab it out of the air and uh cast identify uh okay. out of
1: the deck. Um, all right. Give me a spellcraft check.
0: Okay. That's with a plus 10 bonus with a plus 10. Yes. Alrighty, So you have a plus 16 right now. Hey, it doesn't help much when you roll a three.
1: Nope. <laughs> um, yeah, you're not actually Can sure I, what this is. I would
0: like to spend a hero point and,
1: uh, re-roll that. Oh, uh, you do get a plus two. What was your total?
0: Uh, yeah, no, no, that, that was with the bonus. Uh, oh. but I haven't spent any hero points from center yet so I want to spend a I want to spend a hero point here and uh re-roll that gotcha. all right that's better um that is a 24.
1: is that including your hero bonus uh, yes you sorry your your, uh, your plus two from yes okay uh yeah you're not entirely sure what ah! this is got to spend another one did you spend another one yeah <laughs> Two down, when, two when, to go. When,
0: when else is Center going to be making any kind of knowledge checks? That's
1: fair. <laughs> it's actually a really high caster level. God
0: damn it. Okay.
1: No? No. Okay. Yeah, you're not sure what this yeah, is. Yeah, I don't, I don't know they what this is. They seem to be swirling paints. And, but but, but uh, Lowry goes, ooh, that'll, that'll be really good. I bet he really liked these. Actually, I'm going to have Lowry try to identify him as well. Definitely magic. Uh-huh. I rolled a two. So mystery paints.
0: Da- Magical will, mystery paints. Damien Damien will attempt to identify once they're out of the cloud of spores, but we're still in the cloud of spores right now, so.
1: Yes. Um Flowery so, will leave the cloud of spores. She was like, you know, I like to I like to I like a little bit of danger in my life sometimes.
0: Yeah, I understand that. You know.
1: How about you? Okay, sleepover time. Yeah, she's get- she's going to she's going to uh, She's going to sort of, like, skip into the bedroom, uh, giving, like, a little hip bump to to Damien along the way to sort of squeeze past him. Ah. Like, she's sort of skipping, and then she goes... Ah. <laughs> and she hops and just and just lands on the bed uh, with her legs crossed. And she's like, okay, sleepover. Uh, Unia and Ophelia will file into the room. Damien's going to wait. So, so he was definitely taken, right? It does appear so okay well um i was hoping i was i didn't want to do this alone but if you guys wanted to help um there might be a good place to find him oh have you heard of the emperor of old corvosa
0: we did see a sign uh, near yeah. a man who had been hanged
1: so um currently the most powerful gang uh would be uh would be the followers of the emperor Uh, it's a little guy. Uh, his name is Pilts. He, he's kind of declared himself emperor.
0: In defiance of
1: Queen Iliosa. I mean, I think mostly just because nobody can stop him. All right. Do you want to see if he knows anything about our friend?
0: Uh, we could perhaps check. Sinta, is there anything else of interest in... The room with all of the mold. That seems
1: to be all the, of the interesting things. Uh
0: nope. That looks like it's it. Uh Damien, did you did you want to check out this uh this shiny thing of paints? Um uh, y- yeah. Um let me see. Um Damien will pull out a card uh, and also um cast identify. Okay. Uh so Damien has a plus twenty-seven.
1: uh 36. Okay, you are able to identify it. Finally. Uh, uh these are called marvelous pigments.
0: Marvelous pigments. They have a
1: strong conjuration aura. They are castable 15th. What? Price of 4000 gold.
0: Oh my god. These pigments
1: enable their their possessor to create actual permanent objects simply by depicting their form in two dimensions. The pigments <gasps> are applied uh by a stick uh tipped with bristles, hair or fur. The emulsion flows from the application to form the desired object as the artist concentrates. One pot of marvelous pigment is sufficient to create a 1,000 cubic foot object by depicting it two-dimensionally over a 100 square foot surface. What? Okay. Only normal inanimate objects can be created. Creatures can't be created. Okay. Uh, The pigments must be applied to a surface. Uh, It takes uh, 10 minutes and a DC-15 craft painting check to depict an object with the pigments. Marvelous pigments cannot create magic items. Objects of value depicted by the pigments, precious metal, gems, ivory, uh, jewelry, and so on, appear to be valuable, but are made of uh, tin, lead, glass, brass, bone, and other such inexpensive materials. The user cannot create weapons, armor, or any other mundane item, including foodstuffs, whose value does not exceed 2,000 gold. Okay,
0: okay. This so, effect is
1: instantaneous.
0: So you can you can make things asterisk with this paint.
1: It functions as major creation.
0: Wow. Okay. And uh, if you don't have craft painting, is it just an it check?
1: Um. I'm determining who I, believe, I should. Yes, it would be an it check. I'm determining you actually. Who you give I think this if, to. if if I think with craft, if if uh, if you don't have craft painting, it's you can't make the check.
0: Oh. Okay. So. Because uh maybe next level somebody will pick up craft painting. Actually
1: it says tr- it says that you can make untrained crafting checks. I think that's uh you can use it to like practice a trade or something like that. Ah. Uh but you can't use uh can't use it to make I don't think I don't think you can use uh, craft to make something if you're not trained in that discipline.
0: Okay. Or maybe we can give them to Salvatore when we find him alive certainly. uh <laughs> Well, that's neat. Um, can anybody here paint? I mean, um, not professionally. Um,
1: well, how about we focus on finding Salvatore, and I'm sure he can use these perfectly. Right. Okay. Let's play like a name game. Uh, so, uh, I'm <laughs> Lowry, and I like lemons. And then you say your first name and a and a food that you like that starts with the first letter of your name.
0: Ah. Uh, I'm Damien, and I like dumplings.
1: Um, oh, okay. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty dull, Damien. <laughs> dull, Damien. Oh, uh, sorry, I don't want to tease.
0: Damien is like is is glaring at her now.
1: <laughs> she gives you this like mm, smile.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, um, a little lip bit
0: bite. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm Sinter, and I like, um, spicy food. Uh, okay,
1: I can get behind that. Um, how spicy are we talking?
0: I, I don't know. I do notice a lot of people up here on the surface, their food isn't very spicy, even when they say it's really spicy. Yeah, I, I think I'm still looking for, uh, acceptably spicy food up here on the surface. So if you, if I guess, I suppose, if you find any that you think is, uh, painful for you oh my
1: gosh we are going to have to find the best spicy food that this dull little town has to offer
0: oh you know i thought this town was dull too when i uh first came here and then i realized that uh when it's not dull it's uh it's really bad so i've come to appreciate the dull parts why did you even come here
1: like I said, I came here looking for these people. She sort of the skulls that she's arranging on 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 the headboard of the bed. Right. She goes, and as she's arranging them, she's sort of like setting them neatly on the headboard uh, and and lighting the candles that are coming out of the tops of their heads.
0: No, no, it's uh, a headboard and, in more than one way, I guess.
1: And, and then and then she takes uh, she takes uh, uh, Gianna and goes, "You can face the wall." <laughs> I love her amazing all right you next points to unia uh
0: I am unia and I like ice cream okay
1: who doesn't like ice cream uh uh-huh.
0: I, I I do not know
1: okay anyway uh, <laughs> and you
0: Ophelia I'm Ophelia and I like oranges and also... I like... Gosh, what are some foods to start with? Oh. I like omelets? Oh my goodness. Not, 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 I
1: only said one. Right. Penalty. Penalty. I'm so sorry. Mm. Look,
0: we both like citrus.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. We have so much in common. We're going to be best friends. Amazing. Okay. Mm. Well, um, I think we have a big day ahead of us tomorrow. But who wants to rip out each other's toenails?
0: <laughs>
1: I'm kidding, I'm kidding. We don't all, not all Zonky the Knights do that. Um,
0: not all of them.
1: Well, some of them, you know. I mean, if you. No. If that's what something you're interested no, in. No,
0: no, 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 no. I'm just, uh, I, it's, it's not, uh,. Mostly the, the mostly the people who like toil and pain are worshippers of Droskar, where I'm from. So uh, uh, Zonkuthanites are a little, a little new.
1: Uh, Droskar, okay. Hmm, boring work, 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 work. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Sorry. he's uh he's not the most pleasant. Uh, no. You seem like you're having fun though.
1: You know, it's like I think it's important to enjoy what you do, and so I try to bring a zest for life into every element of my job. Oh, like the lemons zest. Exactly. I think I understand you now. Okay. All right. So
0: So we should probably keep watch in case whoever came to beat yeah, up probably, this guy is, probably, is, okay. is 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 going to come back. So, um I'm not sleepy yet. I will take first watch. Uh, if anybody'd like to stay up and help me, I'd appreciate it. I will Yenia looks, d- gives they, they give sort of a side eye at uh um, uh, what was her what was her name? Lowry. Uh, Lowry. Lowry. Uh, gives gives Lowry. a side eye at Lowry. I will stay. We will watch
1: together. <laughs>
0: okay. Oh, that's great. Thank you.
1: And um, taking watch. Yes. Uh, Lowry will sort of like uh sort of like uh th- uh at one point go fumbling through the cabinet uh being like looking for any uh any remaining pieces of food she finds like actually she she grabs like a little bit of the of the of the not uh not harmful fungus Ooh, and she Oh, you hungry dear? No, uh I thought I would feed the Otiugs.
0: Oh, yeah, we fed them earlier.
1: And and so she she uh h- wait, who's staying up? Uh Sinter. Oh, I thought Unia was staying.
0: Oh, Sinter and Yunia are both Sinter staying Sinter and
1: Unia are both staying up, okay.
0: Yeah, Yunia wants to stay up specifically to keep an eye on Lowry.
1: Okay. So Lowry's going to grab some of this fungus and walk out onto the, like, sort of the the, the walkway uh, on the outside. Mm. And she's going to take, like, little bits of fungus and go, <gasps> uh, like, throw them like popcorn to a dog.
0: <laughs> That's so cute. Uh, yeah, is going to go watch from the window.
1: Let's throw them like popcorn to a dog. She goes, uh O-T-U-G. Hey there. Hey there. Hungry? Hungry? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Food. Food. Food for stinky babies. <laughs> You're big ones, aren't you? And she tosses one and you see a tentacle just <laughs>
0: That's so cute.
1: And we perceptions for the night.
0: Ah uh, yeah.
1: Let's uh, first <laughs> watch. Lowry's quite distracted by feeding the Otiox. Yeah, I'll have a Union of um and center both roll. Uh, I think they're they're generally pretty pretty friendly if you keep them fed, so. Yeah,
0: that's our experience as well. Oh, uh, center, or if you get too
1: close to them, they don't like people getting near the sinkhole. Oh yeah, you don't want. Then they'll get very angry.
0: So that's a um thirty-four for uh, Center who got a nineteen on die, uh, and a an eighteen for Unia.
1: Okay. Uh, thirty-four.
0: Yep. Cinder closes her eyes and lets her awareness expand, listening to every little sound, every creak in the house. The calling of the There's quite a few. There's quite outside. a few creaks
1: in the house. Uh, you you hear the creaking of a house that, you know, could very well list over into the narrows if if the, <laughs> if the coastline uh, recedes any further.
0: Oh, boy.
1: You're like, mm a little tough to sleep honestly
0: yeah uh Unia is sort of nervously looking out the windows and stuff making sure that um Lowry isn't doing anything nefarious Not that they have anything against nefariousness specifically but uh or not nef- nefariousness in general but they uh, are concerned about Lowry's particular brand of nefariousness specifically
1: mm. Uh, either of you want to ask Lowry anything specifically
0: um yeah uh, Sinter's uh, gonna uh, go out to where Lowry is hanging out by the um, by the OT mm-hmm. so are you a cleric or something then
1: oh yeah I'm a cleric of Zonkathon
0: when'd you start doing that
1: oh you know it's been a really long time um, you're an elf yeah yeah, I'm what they call a forlorn elf. Oh. Uh, see, I didn't really know my parents. That's, so, uh, that's and, unfortunate. I'm you sorry. Know, I kind of grew up alone. And uh, so, you know, uh, Zankuthan uh, really spoke to the loneliness in my soul. I understand that. You know. I. Uh... And, uh, you know, so I spoke back. And uh, then eventually, the speaking to my soul, it gave me uh, spells. Oh, that's really
0: interesting. So, you know. Yeah. And I've been a
1: cleric of Zonkathon ever since.
0: Well, yeah. Where, where, where did you, where did you start at?
1: Oh, I grew up in Riddleport. Riddleport. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's um, that's yeah, off the coast of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Kind of a long way, actually.
0: Heard it's kind of a kind of a wild
1: place. <laughs> Aren't they all?
0: A lot of like pirates and stuff up
1: there. Yeah, there's a lot of pirates there. Why'd you come here? Uh, work mostly.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, any? Uh, did you feel any sort of draw to Corvosa in uh, specific?
1: Yeah, I guess you could say that. Um, yeah. There's
0: a there's been a lot of uh, pain and suffering around here lately.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Definitely. Lots of things um, for people to despair about. Yeah, no. It's actually kind of why I'm here at the moment too. Uh, see. Sense motive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 Cinder's just babbling on she starts telling um, Lowry about Monomos and... Okay. Uh, that is a 21? 21.
1: Uh, 21. Uh, yeah, you 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 definitely get... She's definitely being cagey about what the nature of her work is. You, know, so you get the feeling she's telling you the bare minimum that she feels comfortable uh, with sharing with you guys.
0: Mm-hmm. Well... Uh, le- let me see if I can try to bond with her a little bit sure. over um, being uh, um, attuned to gods of pain and tragedy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my uh, uh, I'm an inquisitor. Uh, I I worship Vana'mos, who is uh, one of the psychopomp ushers. Uh, you know, they work with Phirasma uh, and they oversee uh, things having to do with uh, with life and death and things like that.
1: Oh yeah, I know about Vonimos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so it's Pressure's not really my thing, but you know.
0: Yeah, you know, they (laughs) they...
1: Cataclysm. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah, you know, it seems it seems like Corvosa's definitely got more than its fair share of that recently.
1: Yeah, you guys definitely do. Um I uh I actually came here um uh actually came here uh looking for um Uh, I actually came here looking for, uh, the, uh, Nidalee's criminals that came here.
0: Nidalee's uh, criminals? And Aeson. Oh, right, right, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: but I heard that a group of adventurers, uh, took care of that.
0: Oh, yeah, uh, you know, the, uh, the cover of Night, um, yeah. uh, my, my friends in there did some of that work.
1: Yeah, that's uh, what I heard.
0: Yeah. You know, I myself not too much involved there, Roland Bluff. <laughs> Uh well, you know.
1: I'm sure you'll have plenty of opportunities going forward. Yeah, it's a sixteen. Uh right now, uh, main concern uh is um well, right now, just getting uh Salvatore.
0: Yeah. You know, uh Zonkuton is sort of interested in shadows and stuff too, yeah? Yep. Sort of stuff with the shadow planes. Uh I heard there's some stuff going on with uh with cults having to do with, uh, the Shadows.
1: Yeah, like in, what?
0: Here in Corvosa. Like I, what? You know, Shadows in the, um... Uh, the, the, the Temple of Araden and things like that?
1: Temple of Aroden? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you hear?
0: Well, I don't know. I just- You wouldn't happen to know anything about, uh, any- any people on the Shadow Plane looking to reach out, would you? No sense motive uh, <laughs> God! What'd I just get? rolled two natural ones in a row so that's a 13 uh hard she's to read she's lying oh she's, she's lying oh my gosh
1: nope don't know anything about that
0: are you sure yeah I think
1: I mean everybody knows that Aerodin is dead duh <laughs> so why would how would there be anything work, reaching out to a dead god
0: Uh, See, I've been wondering the same thing myself. And I was wondering if I could potentially find somebody who was, you know, a cleric of Zan Kuthan or who otherwise had detailed and distinctive knowledge about shadow plane. If they might have any insight.
1: Well, I'll tell you this. Um, maybe if you all help me with the Salvatore scream job, uh, and, uh, and I'm able to get everything done and go back to, uh, My co-workers, Uh, maybe I could float the idea by and maybe I could come back and tell you what we know.
0: Maybe we could do something like that. Yeah.
1: I mean, I could probably do that if you can.
0: Well, I'm certain we'll do everything we can to help you.
1: Great. Uh, Looking forward to working with you. Oh, this is so exciting. I usually work alone.
0: I can't for the life of me figure out
1: why. Yeah, you know. (laughs) A lot of my other coworkers, they're kind of grumpy. Grumpy. <laughs> mm, mm, grumpy. Mm, grumpy. Yes. Oh, don't even get me started. Ugh. And she starts, <laughs> she starts rattling off this like, like inane babble about, about how how some of them uh, take their coffee. Cinder's so brain turns to goo and starts and, dribbling out her and ears. She, and she, she's like, and then there's this one guy. He is definitely fucking his idolin. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think everybody knows it, and just nobody talks about it. And I'm like, is that really, is that really a great relationship to be in? I mean, I get it, she's hot, but you know. <laughs> oh no. Anyway, this conversation goes on all night. <laughs> Those,
0: uh, people, people, um, uh, trade off um, after a while. Uh, Sinter goes to bed. Yeah, yeah. Eventually,
1: Lowry will go. Okay, I should probably sleep.
0: And then uh, uh, Ophelia and Damien will take the next watch.
1: So she goes. Does anybody want to tuck me in? Like really tight. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: like really tight.
2: <laughs> oh look
0: at the time! I have to go take second watch. <laughs>
1: Fine. (laughs) Lord. Oh my goodness. Alright, that is where we're going to end it for the (laughs) night.
0: Oh, tomorrow. We talk to more skulls. Talk to more skulls. We talk to Lowry some more. Yes. We find where Salvatore Scream has gone. Yes. And maybe... Lowry finds someone
1: to tuck her in at night. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> all, right. uh, all that and more next, next time, time on, on Curse of, of the, the Crimson Throne. Throne.
0: Thank you for listening to Session 49. I hope Lowry was able to get tucked in properly. To Have and To Roll is produced by David Clark and Katie Duxcher. The Pathfinder role-playing game and The Curse of the Crimson Throne Adventure Path are property of Paizo and are used in accordance with Paizo's community use policy. This session featured sound effects from Sirenscape. If you're looking for great sound effects to give life to your games, check out Sirenscape.com. This session also featured music by Philip Melvin, including... The Secret Library, the Springvale Festival, and Moonlight Tavern. Our intro is the Crimson Banquet, Red Ravens Waltz. For these and other great tracks, check out Philip's Tabletop Music Bazaar on Patreon. We are on Twitter at To Have and To Roll. Rain is at Rain Zero. That's R A N E and the number zero. Daft is at Daft Prodigy. We are also on Tumblr to Have and To And remember. We do not have a Patreon, but Rain does work full-time trying to save the world with the power of solar energy. If you would like to see if he can help you switch your home over to solar, please send us an email to haveinteroll at gmail.com, subject line, Rain's Day Job. We'll be back again in two weeks as we begin our three-part event. For now, enjoy the changing of the seasons to fall or to spring, and we'll see you in two weeks. Bye-bye.
1: There'll be a researcher on duty here, uh, who will sort of (laughs) get licensed. I did. Um. (laughs) Have you seen Hot Ones? I love it. I I I aspire to the same levels of self torture as the Hot Ones people. Oh, their um, interviews are so good too. That's nice. Sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now you've got me thinking about Hot Ones as and (laughs) I Yes. Um it works. Worship, worship ritual. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's it's how you cast interrogation <laughs> <Keith> as <and> <laughs> a tonight. Sorry. <sighs> yes, Princess, hello. <laughs> this is gonna sell like hill cakes. <laughs> Maybe not hill cakes. Those are actually kind of gross. Alican oysters, definitely.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm not going to sneeze anymore.
2: Okay.